Welcome to Line 42, a podcast on web development and ways to improve it. And now your hosts, Dino and Igor. Hi all, welcome to episode 3, Web Freelancing and Time Organization. Hi Dino. Oh, hi Igor. Hi all. So let's talk about a little bit about our freelancing. So how, how many clients do you work with currently? Yeah, I, 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 I thought about this uh, for some and I have maybe four major clients, you could say. Uh, and uh, But from those clients, I get a lot of other clients work because they, some of them have many clients. So it, it all depends on, uh, on how much uh, work they, they, they client. So you can yeah. say I'm, I'm in th- third hand, <laughs> something like that. So some with that, sometimes it turns out that I have a lot of work. Sometimes it's normal, it, it all depends. But I have those maybe two, two ma- main clients and then other two are more, are even less than, than part-time, maybe up to yeah. 10 hours a week. So something like that. So it's it at times it's really really hard to organize my day, and today's topic is is on point for me also. <laughs> yeah, this is something I'm I'm struggling with. You could say I I I I worked a lot with different techniques and stuff, but I'm still figuring things out in that. Yeah, that, that that's normal. I I think for all freelancers, uh, anyone that starts freelancing, the time organization is is really hard to to get it right from the beginning uh for me currently i'm i'm uh, with two clients i have two major main clients which are part of my let's say daily job and then of course you always always get some side clients from i get some from my blog and stuff like mm-hmm. that so those are all generally clients that are maybe a month of work or something like that so sometimes i squeeze them in and sometimes i just don't have a, a time to take any more than those two main clients although i did have uh, in the past two or three years i had actually three main clients and that was really hard to manage actually so i worked a lot of hours and most days it would be a 10 hour day or something like that and actually from Dece- december last year i've uh, i have only two clients and it's it's much easier to manage definitely yeah yeah so i i just wanted to 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 touch upon that a bit uh, because time management is is a topic that is really really connected with uh, amount of work you have so i think that one of the main skills is with for time management is saying no which I, I have a really hard time with. But yeah, uh, yeah. It, it not, it, it's not, not only how you organize your hours per day or how you prioritize your tasks. It's not only that. It's, it's that, uh, uh, that approach you have with, with communication when, when you are always, always aware of your big picture and then you're able to say, no or yes i i just thought about this uh, for this past week or so and realized what was my main problem with that i wasn't always uh, aware or had the big picture of everything i'm working in uh, working on currently I, I would be focused on one or two things for that day and somebody sends me a request asking me for some estimate or something and i 
at, at times I had uh, uh, that uh, problem where I wasn't aware. I would forget. You could, yeah, that, that's that's that something else that that needs to be done or or how much stuff I am re really working on, and that was a problem for me. So now I always reiterate and trying to always have exactly everything in mind that I know. And then when somebody asks me, I just uh, I can easily react and say no, sorry. But when you it it sounds simple, you just you know everything that you're working on. But sometimes you when when somebody presents a project and it looks interesting to you and you don't like that's for me at least so like i i'm so eager to to to, to work yeah. on something interesting that i say yes even though i should for sure say no and if i for for example if i have a habit to three times a day check my uh do a internal uh, checking and see everything that i need to do then it's easier to remember at at uh, at, at that time that when you need it yeah yeah i mean yeah we are as uh, it's the same is it's for me as well because i uh, when i hear about a project that's really interesting and even challenging i i would really wish to work on that but sometimes i just can't do that and i think that helps me is have at least three months in advance a plan where on what you're working on so basically i um have that luck that the two main clients i already have uh, everything scheduled at least a week or two weeks before so i know how much time i need to allocate to to work on that and how much free time do i have so and and another thing is that in most cases there is no uh, there's no uh, no burning issues or, or anything like that where i need to jump in and tackle it i always in most cases i always can reschedule something and i don't know separate a task to work on it a few hours each day so in case i take a, a new client uh, for a month of work i can squeeze that in easily so do you have any time techniques when at least when you're thinking of organization your time organization do you have a technique which you would like to try yeah yeah of course and i i also tried a lot of stuff i'm sure you did as well i through the years i uh one of them but main two techniques maybe that stick with me for for some time were time blocking which is pretty obvious i mean it's a buzzword these days but it's pretty obvious where you block certain uh, periods of the day to, to do certain things uh, so I, I've, I've done this for years where uh, where I would organize my day around uh, stuff but also another thing I did is uh, doing the hardest thing first and th this is really something I'm consistent with I always tend to to work uh, in the first part of my day on something that's that's really hard and that was both I was both successful and unsuccessful with that I could say or that technique proved to be good or and bad for me, uh, because uh, at the end of the last episode we touched upon energy management, and that uh, idea, the, both those ideas that I mentioned now, which are maybe the most uh, used uh, productivity time management techniques. I, I I don't think there is a single guide for productivity that doesn't mention time blocking and 
and and doing the first doing the most important thing first i think that those are obvious for uh, and i read about this for for quite some time now but uh, what uh, proved for me uh, uh, very useful in in this maybe last two three weeks that i'm applied this is the energy management um, uh, schedule where you always review what you need to do and what tasks, uh, which one of the, uh, these tasks are the hardest or easiest and, or it doesn't have to be hard or easy as a categorization. Sometimes something that's really hard is easy for me. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't, you know what I mean? So it's, it's hard generally, but I did it so much time, so, so many times that it, it, it's easy for me. And something that's really easy, it's hard for me. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it depends on, 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 on your specific background. So I'd say I uh, this really uh, proved good for me to 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 do on things that takes most of my energy when I have the most energy and <laughs> something yeah something that I yeah that, I, that's I, smart I started to apply that now and so for me that's it's really easy for me to type uh, Jira answers or or to answer someone on Slack or something like that I mean it's not easy it's hard but. Uh, I, it doesn't require my, much of my en mental energy, and that's whole another whole another topic. Uh, where uh, in in the mornings I always have great mental energy. I can type fast, I can think fast, uh, all that. But sometimes I'm not good at uh, planning in in those hours. It's so I I the first maybe thing I, I did with 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 the technique I'm describing was to uh, uh, plan things in the evenings because I'm very tired then and my mental capacities are really low, but for some reason I can plan and see the big picture better at the evening. So I, I, one technique that I'm using now is to always review the, the day at, in, in the evening, the, the day that, that, that is done and try to plan a few, at least a few steps for the morning. And then when I come in the office in the morning, I just start to type away my mental the capacity is great and and everything but and i just work then like a worker so you could say i have two personas in inside like a like a ceo is in the evening which plans and takes everything into consideration and stuff and just a simple worker in the morning that does the the mason work <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i i uh, I don't don't use that actually. Although I I might try that planning the the day in advance. That's that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, for now I didn't have to do that because I guess because we have all tasks planned in advance, so I already know what I'm working on. And maybe in a subconscious way, I'm actually planned that already. But for my, for me, uh, I don't have a specifically time technique. I usually wake up at around nine or ten in the morning, and then I I spend about two to three hours focus work on on one for one client. Then just to mix it up a bit, I then spend two about two hours for the other client, and then back on the first client just because it. I don't know. It it doesn't become stale if I'm working on the same task uh, for hours. You know, I'm, I don't become bored. And of course, since if those tasks aren't a big priority or it's not 
some a burning issue, uh, then I can do that, of course. If not, then I have to focus on that one task. So that's that's just my way of keeping it a little bit fun uh, when working on, on such tasks. And uh, I did try the Pomodoro technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm certain you have heard of that as well, where yeah, you yeah, sure. block a short amount of time, like 25 minutes or so, where you just remove everything else. You're just focused uh, on the the task at hand for 25 minutes. And when that time has come up, then you are uh, opening L stuff like Slack and and things like that other tools and see what else and take a five minute break or something like that and then you go again i think that that's something like that it works something like that and a lot of people did say that it it's it's cool um but yeah i I think that the main problem here when it's time management it's regarding time time management are all the tools we have at hand so there's a lot of notifications and stuff like that. So actually, my time technique uh, in most cases is that I, when I'm working on a task, I have uh, my, my other tools are closed, such as Slack and stuff like that. Or if it's not closed, then it's snoozed. So no notification will come up for me. Nothing will bug me, even emails and stuff like that. So that's my main, main main technique that I use when working on and focusing on a task. That it, it it's for me it has shown us the best way of handling it because I have no distractions that could take off the time that I need for the task. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's really useful. Uh, I will I will certainly apply that. I mean, I was aware of that, but haven't really tried tried that uh, but i mean it, it it also depends on the your level of distractibility that's a word so i'm really easily distracted as a person i don't know if somebody somebody comes here in, in my office and i, I some 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 i, I would i uh, cert, uh, immediately uh, react to, try yeah. to see who, who is coming so, uh, some other persons i don't i don't i don't know i i remember when we were working together uh, when you were focused i, I it, a bomb can can explode <laughs> in, in the room next door and you wouldn't a blink and i'm like uh, uh i'm i'm reacting immediately on everything yeah yeah and then no matter it's, what, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard to get into the zone later on yeah for yeah. sure so so the the technique you you described is for me i think would be really really useful to because then you don't have but i i did uh, uh, so in in the past i had a problem with clock it sounds stu- stupid but it the clock would bother me because when i when i'm working on something that's uh, maybe time sensitive or hard or something for some reason seeing clock would 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 have some negative effect on me and i would simply remove it. so it's it's like a distraction in a way so yeah. i would remove the clock from from the from the uh, so that that it is not visible on the, on the computer when i'm working and that proved to be helpful sometimes but yeah, yeah this with, with snoozing everything that uh, every communication channel when you're working on something is really useful because 
it's uh, yeah. I mean, somebody will always try to reach you. So and nothing bad will happen if if, if yeah, it can wait. Our, our, yeah, it can wait. Yeah. In most cases, everything can wait actually. So uh, yeah, and it and if it really can't, it's, if it's really something major, somebody will reach you on the phone or yeah. or. Uh, Something yeah, like I, I I listened to that Syntax FM podcast from Vesbos and Scott Stalinsky, mm -hmm. and they were also talking about that distraction and uh, time management and everything like that. So when they work on, as they they are mostly working on the courses and stuff like that. Uh, so that when they are really focused and working on something, um, they had also issues with people bumping in the room or something like that uh, distracting them and and similar so i remember that i think wes had his phone so his wife knew that he was working on uh, on a course or something like that and she does does not bother him so he has all the notification uh are snoozed they don't come up uh even if she his wife texts him it won't it won't do anything only and that that's that's their um uh, uh their plan i guess they agreement agreement yeah sorry couldn't think of the word uh so uh they agreed to for her to call him it would really be a life emergency yeah, yeah so basically all other calls are snoozed he won't get any calls only from her and that and she she will call him only if it's a life emergency uh scenario um so yeah uh, okay, i think for... that's that's also an interesting way of handling distractions and when you want to organize your time uh, i mean I'm also when when we are freelancing and talking about this time organization and stuff like that. Do you use some other tools like Trello or something else, or are you, are you just using the regular stuff like Slack and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for for my most of the client work I do, I'm I'm using Jira. So and I think unlike uh, I don't know many people that are using Tempo, but I do use it. It's it's really useful for me because Jira Tempo, I just, when I'm working on a ticket, I, I just start a, a tracker there and it proved the easiest for me because it's easy, the most, because I need to enter all the hours in the Jira. So we, we, yeah, yeah. My, my main client, we are, we are working like that. And then it's really simple click for me to, to, to get yeah, the hours. Yeah. Into you you the actually ticket. now reminded me of of this tempo because we have that as well in jira yeah. and i actually don't enter any hours <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, each week i do get some tempo tempo emails and i check them out like what's that and i have like 40 hours uh, free mm -hmm. which i didn't utilize there but yeah we we did have a thing where when you market a task um as completed or moving to another another developer or an, another user then it would ask you to input the hours you have spent so and that's the only only thing where i did enter those tempo hours 
so when it requested me but other than that i just don't remember adding them mm. uh, but yeah that's because if if i will if that client wasn't a product client but an agency it will probably require me to enter all hours there so they can build the client but they don't build yeah. their clients like that so that's different yeah yeah so uh, and I also use uh, lately I, in the past I used uh, all kinds of I tried all kinds of applications Todoist and uh, OneNote and Evernote and all kinds of other applications that I don't remember now but I tried almost everything but these days I'm using uh, Notion uh, and specifically tasks ultimate tasks template from Thomas Frank I will uh, I will post uh, the, the the link to that in, in, in the notes, description, yeah. Like notes, and it's uh, it's really organ organized. It's it's like a little Jira, you could say. You can filter tasks, you can mark them done, you can add them to certain projects, and uh, add uh, uh, how to say uh, one deadline or some recurring deadline. I don't know each Wednesday or each so, so it's it's pretty. I think that uh, Thomas Frank is uh, he is a productivity guru or expert, and he has a lot of great content. And this uh, template is really uh, a collection of everything he's talking about. So it's it's really, really good. So uh, I, I I I'm using it for maybe a month now, and it proves good because. For my other clients, which are not in Jira, it's uh, it's it, sometimes it was hard for me to manage hours spent because you know when you work in, in three systems, it's it's hard. So I, I needed yeah. one way for my right one. Uh, I needed a way for non-Jira clients to to to, to have uh, the time management aspect for them or yeah. hours spent. And you. Yeah. Uh, I'm well for some of my own projects. I use Trello to organize everything um, because it's I don't know. I started using it somewhere what's eight eight years ago or something like that, and I just stick with it. So that's mostly for my freelancing organization uh, and projects side projects on what I'm working on. Uh, but for especially for time organization, I'm using Harvest, mm -hmm. uh, which is a it, it's it's a good tool because for me because uh, you can create billable and non-billable hours, like uh, not hours but tasks for which you then track uh, your hours on I don't know you have some admin work and you just want to see how much you spend on that you can you can track that and it it won't become a billable hour so when you you have re reports and you can then check how much hours you spent on those non-billable hours and also on billable hours so you can easily export the billable hours and build the client for which you are working on so that's pretty cool and um, but that's that's all actually i use i uh, except from Jira, I also tried Asana, uh, but I don't know. Uh, for the past two two years, I worked with Asana as well for another client, but I, I'm not sure what, what to to feel about that. Actually, it's mm -hmm. it's kind of becoming better and better, but I wasn't used to it too much because uh, 
I mean, just just to I don't know comment or something or open a, a subtask. Uh, it would sometimes open two or three because there was a space in it and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I didn't like that part again. I guess. Yeah. And do do you have some maybe some idea on how to better manage our time as freelancers? Yeah, yeah, but I had a personal uh, need for that recently, so I, I was really so I think this uh, this episode subject is is really uh, great for me because I I, I recently uh, was thinking and worked on that, and so for me I, I have a few notes on on that. So first uh, one would for me, and so I hope that somebody finds this useful. Uh, so uh, knowing in which state I am, uh, if I'm, so that's to do, to do review on my state. Am I tired? Am I, uh, I don't know, how is my mental state? How, how is my motivation and so on? And then try to plan and do actions on that. Because in, in the past, I was really, uh, I had a strong will, you could say. And that sometimes it's not that a good thing. So if you're really tired, you will, you, you're not that productive. It's really, it's, it's not the time to work. It's better to, to, to rest for a few hours, do something else, play video games, I don't know, go for a run, do anything, but to, to get in that needed state. And because I, I, I did that countless times, I, I don't know how many times I worked and, and struggled, hustled through without and, and not achieving the, the wanted. And so it's, it's, that's one takeaway for me to, to not push it when it's, when you're not uh, in, in the state for that. And uh, I already mentioned that, but just quick summary also, I, I, I uh, now try to reiterate and review everything I'm working on so that I always know what is my hardest task and to have that in mind. Uh, what, what tasks of my, in my current to-do list are the hardest and uh, are the most energy draining. So I think that, that, that would be the most, and maybe one more thing would be to, remember to say no and say it often that I, I have this in writing and on my desk say no and say it often because really that was one uh, one of my key yeah that, key that's problems. really important definitely yeah yeah and I, I actually don't have a big suggestion here or something that someone could do with managing their time I would definitely say snooze off your all your notifications uh, and just keep the email open so if anything really important happens you will definitely receive an email but slack and stuff like that for which you get instant notification and multiple notification notifications at a time definitely snooze that or even quit the application don't don't even open it if you're working on something that needs your focus and also be strict with um with time periods so if you set yourself uh that you'll work on some issue for two hours uh we're all for a client or something like that just work on that for two hours don't open a youtube video and then just go down the rabbit hole and you will lose a precious time so if you said from i don't know from 8 uh, 8 a.m to 10 p.m to 10 a.m i'm working for that client or I'm working on my side project or maybe 
for those two hours, I want to learn more about PHP or another language, then you should be strict with that. And then yeah. if you set it for two hours, do it for two hours. That's it. Uh, yeah, because if you don't do that, if we become too flexible with our hours, it will definitely ruin the work-life balance, which we as freelancer, at least for me, it's already too hard to manage because work in a way is providing for a life. We don't work for a company where we have a, I don't know, a same paycheck every week or every month. Uh, or paid leave. And yeah, we that. don't have paid leave or anything. So definitely uh, it's easy to mess that work-life balance for us. And that's, that's something that uh, when you manage too much clients, it's, it's really hard to, to have a strict hours for work and strict hours for something else. But also sometimes you actually have the opportunity to uh, jump from work to something to do some errands that you you can do uh, in another time, maybe in the evening. And also there is a, a possibility which I encountered multiple times where you can actually take a day off. Uh, you can just say, uh, "Sorry, I'm tomorrow. Uh, I can't work," and that's that's fine. In most cases, if there are not some stuff that needs to be done, which for which I don't know, you haven't already planned that with your client that you will work on that day, you can actually day take day off because in most cases nothing will stop working if if you don't work for a day or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that uh, what you said now, taking, it's not a vacation. What you said now, it's, it's take a day off here and there. And I think yeah. that that is a cousin of saying no, if you could say it like that, because it's really related. Same feelings comes through your head when you don't want to say no is when you don't want to give yourself a day off. It's, it's yeah. similar feelings are, are in, 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 at least in my head. So it's, it's really useful because you will not lose a lot of money and your clients will not uh, have a, a great loss for, from one day. Uh, yeah. uh, but, but of course, this can be overused also. But if, if, you're, if you're doing that in some normal intervals, I think it's really good to, to take a day off here and there, especially Fridays. Some companies yeah. are even working like that. They have for a four-day week where uh, they some research some yeah. I don't and, and they manage now. everything they manage to do everything and they they also some uh, some of those companies claim that their their productivity has skyrocketed with that i remember that the team treehouse if you remember that company yeah. it's, it's it's a learning company they they for for a while they, they worked like that for for a couple of years but i di didn't check anything on that <laughs> In, in, in the last year or two, so I'm not sure if they do it the same now, but they did say, uh, have that schedule and uh, notice improvement in, in work. Uh, uh, not Maybe not uh, quantity, but quality for sure, which is in, in, in our uh, line of work is really important. I think that quality yeah. uh, always uh, is, is better than quantity. In, yeah, it, it saves you time and money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And have you worked on something interesting this week? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I uh, as always, had a lot of client work. But uh, this week, I also decided to introduce a, a learning habit, 
have it back into my schedule. So I this week I, I chose some sub subject to be refactoring. So I, I read uh, uh, on that uh, on Medium on, on on other places on YouTube. I, I, I researched the, the 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 refactoring a bit. And one thing interesting I have to share here is that I'm pondering on the pipeline style refactoring technique now where you uh, refactor your bigger functions into smaller functions that are then called as a pipeline. So you could say that yeah. jQuery, jQuery style, it's jQuery uses that pipeline uh, uh, paradigm a lot. So, and it's also useful for your own code because it's, it's really readable. Uh, yeah, because and it's name, easy yeah. to change later on. It it is so. This is something that uh, that that I'm I was focused on. And you? Uh, well, I've I've worked on my knowledge <laughs> this week. Mm -hmm. So I finished the View Two uh, series on Laracast and started to uh, learn another. There there is another series on Inertia. So I'm mm -hmm. actually learning that. As for development, I actually worked, uh, I built a, for a client, I built a custom table where he can enter cities and postcodes because they have an API which uh, does not allow any incorrect name of the city or postcode. They need to be correct. So basically you couldn't let your customers enter anything for cities or postcodes uh, in WooCommerce checkout. Mm -hmm. So uh, we use that data from that custom table and then we uh, changed the city uh, input to a dropdown where they select the city. And for the postcode field, it's on read only. And then through JavaScript, on when somebody changes or selects a city, it also enters the postcode there. So everything works by default for the on post request for WooCommerce because everything is sent as WooCommerce uh, expects it. But for the client side, uh, for the front side where the customers enter them, it's it's a bit of dif different uh, user experience. And that's, oh, that's cool. actually interesting. And I might actually write one or two tutorials on that. Oh, sounds, sounds interesting. So I, yeah. I have one, just one follow-up question on that. So I, I'm assuming that this client has a, uh, a limited number of places where he sells to. So yeah, yeah, it's only Croatia, I think. So yeah. it's, it's not too much for them. I mean, there's also a lot of cities, but I guess they have a CSC database. or something they'll yeah. they'll import in the database. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because and I think in, in other case when you when you have a, a really unlimited or international, the, the the best way would be to use some places API either yeah, Google yeah, or Google Auto Complete or something like that, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So do you have anything also interesting to share? Except the notion template. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think I, I, I said it all. Though this pipeline uh, style programming, maybe that I already mentioned, and, and that's it. Maybe one thing that I'm thinking about to, to try to apply to my own ideas is to 
both Google, of course, has the keywords research tool and uh, so the search bar for YouTube. And then you can install extensions that when you type certain search keyword into YouTube search bar, you see the uh, amount of monthly searches for, for that topic. So oh, it's, cool. it's really good. It's really good when you are searching for yourself, you can see, oh man, a lot of people want to, to, to learn about that. And then it, it, if, you, if you don't have specific ideas, it could help you to, to create better ideas that are not only in, good in your mind, but you see some proof with that, that, yeah. that people are requesting that. So this is something I'm thinking to install and set up and, and everything. And then we can maybe share that in some notes. Sure, somewhere. sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm interested in learning more about that because that's definitely a great way to validate your ideas and stuff like that as well. Mm. Yeah, and I, I don't have too much to share actually, uh, but I did uh, buy the course uh, Find Your Following. I think it's called like that. I'll put it in the notes. It's a, it's a great course on growing your Twitter audience and Twitter profile. So basically, yeah, I'm trying to get to, to uh, I don't know, hopefully somewhere near to 2,000 followers by the end of this year. So I'll see to to use all, all the techniques and all the knowledge that's presented in that course. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. That's a, that's a great, <laughs> great uh, goal. It's, it, it's, it's good with... I'm not that... Uh, uh how to say I, I i'm not really into social media and, and all that stuff but this that aspect of uh everything can be validated with data is, is, yes. is great for me so you have a very specific goal 2000 and you work to, to achieve that i i love that clarity of, of, of yeah purpose. i mean you you have to have some yeah. goals because if you just yeah. say i want to grow my profile that you don't have any uh, a vision where you want to go yeah 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 for, for sure it's it's good with everything as especially the, the yeah. such topics so. yeah okay. that's great so i i think we're done with this episode i'm i'm happy about everything we shared with the time organization i think it will be uh some of it will definitely be useful to to our listeners so uh till next week have a great day and don't stop learning yeah don't stop learning and enjoy your time Thank bye you bye for listening. watch for bugs on line 42